Hello friends, welcome, welcome Hardprog, everyone on the social media. It has been the second time within the last year that we can't celebrate Easter as we wish. People are suffering under COVID restrictions. Many people are going through COVID infection. People have home offices, students are homeschooled and we are not allowed to travel out of our districts. Easter service can be held only up to 10% of seating capacity. But the church is not about buildings. The church is about Jesus and it is about people. We are living under restrictions, but the Easter message remains. You may hear it for the first time, maybe after the hundredth time, it is still truth. It has the power to change your life. So let's try to connect with the story. Uh, a few days ago, there was Palm Sunday, the triumphant entrance, a lot of enthusiasm. Jesus was sitting on the donkey, coming to Jerusalem. People were laying the, the palm branches on the ground, similar to rolling the red carpet at film festivals. Jesus healed many people. They shouted Hosanna. They were, they were so happy. And Jesus had huge credit. Because some people knew him as a carpenter who was making chairs and, and tables. But there, there were people also who know him from a different perspective. Wedding guests knew him from turning the water into wine. And who wouldn't want that? He fled thousands of he, he fed thousands of people. Zacchaeus climbed a tree ju just to see Jesus. A bunch of friends tore down the roof to get their friend to Jesus. A woman who had been ill for many years wanted to touch his clothes to, to, be, to be healed. Jesus calmed the storm. He healed the sick, blind and, and deaf. He cast out demons and even resurrected a few people from death. One of them was his friend Lazarus. So we read that uh, a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. Some others were cutting branches from the trees to spread them on the road. People were shouting Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. So people were full of expectation and hope and they called Jesus their king. But suddenly when we read Bible, we see that the situation changed. It changed dramatically. We see that the Last Supper on Thursday with, with his disciples was, some, uh, was the turning point. He was with the team, with the loved ones, and we read how he explains that he will be sacrificed, that he will be betrayed, that he will die for the sins of all men, that his body will be given for us and his blood shed for our sins. When, when the disciples heard it, they didn't understand. They, they, were, they were so confused. And after dinner, we see that Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he prays and his blood drips from him. And where he gives his life to Jesus, and where he gives his life to God, the Father. He is then betrayed by Judas, taken away, accused and, and ridiculed, flogged, and all Friday is marked by suffering. And at the end we see that Jesus 
is crucified between two criminals. There was one criminal on his left side and one on his right side. Let, let's dive more into this situation to, to see the context. Crucifixion was the most painful and, and brutal Roman way of killing people. It was shameful and Jesus was whipped 39 times before he was crucified. Before that he had to carry the wooden beam to the Golgotha hill. The punishment was reserved for the worst criminals and enemies of the Roman Empire. So while people were cursing him and, and blaming, blaming him, spitting on him, he didn't pay back, he didn't pay back with these hurtful words. But we see that Jesus was praying, Father, please forgive them, because they don't know what they are doing. And one criminal on, on the one side was, was so arrogant and he, he was uh, basically uh, insulting Jesus. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. He was so arrogant and prideful, but the other one was rebuking him. Don't you even fear God since you are undergoing the same punishment? We are punished justly because we, uh, we were getting back what we deserve for the things we did. But this man, Jesus, he has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus told him, truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. This criminal realized that he, get the, that he gets what he deserves. And we like when people get what they deserve. When you drive your car according to the rules and somebody is driving over the speed limit, you get angry. But when you see the car being stowed by the police, then you say he gets what he deserves. We, we all enjoy when we say and when we see that others get what they deserve. The problem is when I get a penalty for breaking the speed limit, then I don't like it. I don't like to get what I deserve. So one criminal insults Jesus and the other criminal admits his punishment. There are two types of approaches. Remember me, Jesus, when you come to your kingdom, is saying this criminal, asking for forgiveness, asking for being remembered by Jesus. And this is what, what I love in this story. Jesus didn't say, oh, I'm so sorry you lived a bad life. Or he didn't say, oh, this is so late, we are on the cross, why didn't you come uh, at another early time? Or he didn't say, oh, you have done so many bad things. Or he didn't say, I'm so sorry, but we have only 10% of the sitting capacity in heaven free now. The criminal couldn't get anything. He couldn't get baptized. He couldn't do anything for Jesus. He couldn't go uh, to, to church. He couldn't do anything. He was on the cross. The only thing on the cross that he could do was asking Jesus for help. And that was enough. Repentance and faith is enough. And I say it again. Repentance and faith in Christ is enough. And Jesus said, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. 
Friends, we cannot deserve anything. I was living my life against God's laws, swearing, partying with my, with my friends, having lustful thoughts and, and, and lying and, and being completely lost. I hated the way of life. I was ashamed of all the bad things that I had done. The guilt was overwhelming. It was growing in my heart and I had no, ho no hope and purpose for my life. But one day, one day a guy from Switzerland came to my city. He was a Swiss evangelist who came to preach about Jesus Christ. By nature we deserve punishment, but Jesus offered me his great love and forgiveness. He didn't come to make me better. He came to make the dead alive. In Ephesians 2nd chapter verses 3 and 5 we read, We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts. And we were by nature children under wrath as the others were also. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. We were by nature children of wrath but God made us alive with Christ. And in verses 8 and 9 we read, for you are saved by grace through faith and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. The criminal heard a message that changed his eternal life. The same message changed my life. If Jesus could do it for him and for me, he can do it for anyone. Every day I think of Jesus, God's son who, who died for me. I decided to follow Jesus with all my heart. I am saved by his grace. Can you see it? The criminal's story is also my story. I was guilty. I didn't deserve the grace. The innocent one, Jesus, was slain for my sins. Every day I think of Jesus. Every day I think of him. I don't get what I deserve. And I thank God for not punishing us, but sending his only son, Jesus, to be, punished, to be punished instead of us. God is good. God is so good. The story of his son is also now a story of my life. On Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon, we read that Jesus died on the cross. But before he died, he said, it is finished. They put him to the tomb to the tomb close to the Golgotha hill and he was there on Friday. He was in the tomb on Saturday, but on the third day, on the third day when the women came to the grave, he was risen. The stone was not there. The stone was rolled away. The work that Jesus was sent to do was, was completed. It was, it was accomplished, it was done, and therefore Jesus said, it is finished. Because the perfect work for the forgiveness of our sins was accomplished. Jesus could promise the criminal on the cross, today you will be in paradise with me, your sins are forgiven. 
if you are listening to me today and, and, and you feel guilty, and if you are listening and, and, and you have no peace, if you want to get rid of all the bad things that you have done, tell it to Jesus. Tell him. Because Jesus is merciful God. Just to forgive all the sins. Today you have a chance to hear the gospel. A chance to, to change your eternity. Jesus didn't come to make you a better person. Jesus came to, to make the dead people alive. Therefore love him. Praise Him and give Him glory because He is risen. Guys, I would love to pray with you. So I really want to invite all of you. If you, if you have no peace in your heart, if you feel guilty inside of you, you can change it today. It is not enough to go to church. It is not enough to, to behave well. We are not here by accident. You are not here by accident. You were made on a purpose. God is your Father. If you feel in your heart desire to know your Father, your God, do it today. Jesus is the Son of God who was perfect in every way. Jesus died on the cross and rose again so we might live in Him. It doesn't matter what, what, what you have done or how heavy your guilt is. Anyone, anyone who calls on his name will be saved and forgiven. So is there anyone who wants to be forgiven today? Anyone who wants to be saved? Anyone who wants to give, who wants to give his life to Jesus? The time is now. Dear friend, I want to encourage you, surrender your life, your life to God. Let's, let, let's pray with me. We can, we can bow down our heads. We can, we can close our, our eyes and open our heart and invite Jesus into, into our lives. If you want to do it, you, you can follow me with this very simple and, 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 and short prayer. Because Jesus is here and, and he wants to... He wants to step into every, every single life, into every single heart that, that invites Him. So dear, dear God, I surrender my life to You. Please forgive me all the sins that I have done. Jesus, save my life and fill me with the Holy Spirit. I give my life to You and I'm praying that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dear friends, congratulations to all of you who have been praying together with me. This is the best decision in your life when you surrender your life to Jesus. I want to encourage you, talk to Him every day. Talk to Him, be with Him because He loves you and He has the best plans for you. So may the Lord bless you and I wish you Happy Easter because Jesus is alive.